McCaffrey, second and goal. Up and in. Touchdown, San Francisco. McCaffrey's going to get it, and he walks in. Touchdown, San Francisco. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Both Christian McCaffrey touchdowns from this past Sunday in the NFC Championship game. Kevin Burkhardt and Fox, courtesy of the call. Will we see Christian McCaffrey score more touchdowns in Super Bowl 58? I mean, honestly, like, probably. Probably going to score probably. one, right? Maybe a couple. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Maybe a couple. And that doesn't even mean the Niners are going to win the game or he'll win MVP, just like he usually scores touchdowns. Uh, pro sports better Rob Bazola will join us in just a moment here, giving us his early thought on Super Bowl 58. And I'm really excited for this interview, not just for, for that. Uh, we were talking hashtag off air. Rob's got strong takes on a lot of the NFL coaching hires, and I'm, I, I can't wait to talk about this on the air with Rob. We'll do that in just a second. But want to remind our live audience here, YouTube and Twitch in the chats, keep sending in your favorite Super Bowl bet as it stands right now. Uh, you can also give us your favorite award market bet, NBA hockey, college hoops, whatever, Super Bowl trivia. Ba- basically, like, give us content to use, please, over the rest of the show. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash PetQL. Dennis Bernstein from the fourth period Sirius XM NHL radio joins us one hour from now power hour final hour features all our bets for tonight but joining us live on the line at this very second pro sports better Rob Bazola, who founded the hammer we have a lot of guests on from the hammer follow them on Twitter at the hammer HQ Rob is the host or co-host along with our pal Johnny of the circles off podcast a great sports betting podcast that we encourage our listeners and viewers to check out Rob on Twitter at Rob Bazola my friend welcome back to the show Nick and Ken how's it going it's going well. Um, I, I'm kind of stoked now for the end of football season. I'm sure you guys kind of feel the same way at some point or another. It's just been a, a long year uh, getting to that final point. But I, I think we got a good game on our hands here. And that's kind of like what I root for for the Super Bowl pretty much every year is like, let's just see a good game. I don't have like strong opinions on side in total. We can talk about that. But like at this point, it's really hard to find like a, a super big inefficiency in the market or something that people aren't accounting for, but uh, hoping for a good game. And I, I think we have like the matchup that's that's suited for that. I totally agree, Rob. And we, I think we were saying it earlier this week, if it was any of the other cross matches and it's not that like I would be right, but I would have a really strong, like I want to bet that team to beat the other. Like I would bet the Niners against the Ravens. I would have definitely bet the Chiefs against the Lions, like at least to win the game at almost any price. And, you know, like when you say at almost any price, maybe that backfires on you. But like I would have had a strong opinion. And, and this game, I I like these are the two teams that made the most sense. Like this is so like it's very like I I don't know what to expect. That's part of what makes it so fun. That can also make it a, a tough game to bet on. So the Niners are about a two point favorite right now in the game. But it, it, I think you mentioned this before the show or before you came on line just like creeping up a little bit and a little bit more there's one book that's dealing two and a half now in the game so just like kind of on the move back up again the total has stayed basically the same 47 and a half even if you haven't bet side in total you said you don't have a a super strong opinion just your first pass here on how you see the game playing out so i i did bet side so i bet kansas city plus 118 at open the the book that i bet that at is currently currently dealing plus 119 so i didn't get a good number i thought that that was going to be a good number in the super bowl I mean, I understand maybe a little bit about of the movement towards San Francisco. I think that they have a very clear advantage that they can exploit in this game, which Baltimore just didn't. I, I think Baltimore outsmarted themselves in the game against Kansas City. They thought Kansas City was going to stack the box, really try to defend the run, and they came out passing, and that just never materialized. 
San Fran won't do that. Kyle Shanahan like likes to lean on the running game. A lot of the schemes that they run in the running game are where Kansas City's been the weakest this year. So there's a possibility the 49ers just run all over this Chiefs defense. But there's a possibility that the Chiefs do, you know, like stack the box, make Brock Purdy try to beat them and leave their corners one-on-one. And a lot of people think, well, it's Debo Samuel, it's Brandon Ayuk. These guys are man coverage beaters. They're going to kill the Chiefs defense. We've seen this a million times this year, and the Chiefs defense held up every single time. It's not like they played no receivers. They played games against Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. They played uh, Devontae Adams a couple times, uh, St. Brown. A co- like They've played a very, very good schedule of fast receivers, and those man cover corners have held up. So I don't think that's a foregone conclusion. But on the other side of things, San Fran's defense is a, is like a way bigger liability. I mean, kind of talked about this going into the playoffs, and now it's coming to fruition a little bit. But Wilkes is just not the coordinator that they've had on the defensive side of the ball there for a while. And they're giving up a lot, both in the running game and the passing game. I know Casey doesn't have the big weapons, but they have the quarterback. Like, they have the best quarterback, and that counts for something. I went back, I watched the game between these two teams last year. Kansas City moved the ball on San Fran like they were basically like playing the worst defense in the league. It was that easy for them. I'm not sure San Fran's defense is really going to get off the field. I think KC sustained some long drives in this game. Best chance San Fran has is play everything short, try to stop the run, make KC beat you over the top, and maybe they're not able to do that because they don't have the deep threat other than MVS. But ultimately... I do see this game as like a relative coin flip. If you're going to give me the plus 118 on one of the sides, I will take it. Uh, conversely, I don't mind selling points on KC in this game either, taking like a minus two and a half in the plus 140 range. With Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, these are coaches that are like not super aggressive, not going for two-point conversions all that often. And, and you get situations where I think it's unlikely to land on one or two, KC winning by one or two. So I think selling points is an option here as well. Nick and Ken, you better you bet on a Thursday. Pro sports better. Rob Mazzola is our guest. So Rob is going to join us on the show next week. I think we'll um, I I like how Rob, you're bringing me back onto like your your show also to give my favorite prop. <laughs> After you swore up and down last year that I would not be invited back since all I've given out are big fat giant losers. But I look forward to that coming up uh coming up uh, next week. So Rob will join us coming up next week on the show. We'll do more Super Bowl with Rob then. Uh, but my friend, you sh- Rob is a huge not just NFL better, massive NFL fan, NFL analyst. Like loves the stuff the way that we love the stuff, the way that you love the stuff. The people that are watching t- uh, the show and listening to the show, Rob. Uh, out of all the coaching hires that have been made, coordinator, head coach, what is your spiciest take on any of the coaching hires that have been made as we head into next season in the NFL? It's probably a couple. I, I I'm very surprised at how many people think Arthur Smith is a terrible hire as the Steelers offensive coordinator. And I think oftentimes people can't separate one job from the other. And three years in Atlanta, he looked like a bozo. I mean, like he was an idiot. Frankly, he made me pull my hair out. I never wanted to bet on them because he was that bad as a head coach. He was a catastrophic failure, but he was a very good offensive coordinator with Tennessee in 2019 and 2020. They were second in the NFL in success rate, only behind the Chiefs in that span, fourth in EPA per play. I think he fits in very nicely with Mike Tomlin, a coach who wants to establish the run, utilize play action. That's what Arthur Smith is going to do really well. 
And there's a possibility here in the offseason that the Steelers could go after a guy like Kirk Cousins. That would make this offense, in my opinion, very strong. So like Arthur Smith, terrible head coach, great offensive coordinator. I think that that's a really strong hire for them. And then like the Dan Quinn one for Washington. What is Washington doing? Like, I don't understand Dan Quinn at all. I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan for those that don't know. I understand he led a team to the Super Bowl. Has anyone looked at that coaching staff that was part of that Super Bowl, especially on the offensive? Like Raheem Morris, Kyle Shanahan was there. Matt LaFleur was there. Mike McDaniel was there. After Shanahan left Atlanta, they were garbage. And like Washington's very likely going to end up with Drake May or Jaden Daniels there. Dan Quinn doesn't have ties to like some great OC, great offensive mind he's going to bring in. I don't understand that at all for Washington. I think that one's puzzling. I think they should have went after like a very sharp offensive mind, tried to bring them in as a head coach there. Rob, I know one other thing we were talking about. So the, the Panthers obviously announced what was it, a week ago or less than a week ago, Dave Canales was going to be their new head coach, the offensive coordinator for Tampa. And then today announced that Jiro Evero, who was like their defensive coordinator, who like we kind of heard really good things about in Denver a couple of years ago, Peyton takes that job. Evero is allowed to seek another job. He's Carolina. They're going to retain him as defensive coordinator. So you're going to have that Canales and Evero, like two young like kind of coordinators with one being the coach who maybe could do some things. What about, what about Carolina here about in, in about a minute, what they've done recently? Yeah. I, I think there's high upside with Canales, right? Like I don't know enough about Dave Canales to say for sure, this guy's going to be a great coach, but he turned Geno Smith into the comeback player of the year a couple years ago. And then Geno Smith fell off a cliff this year. And that was when he was the Seattle quarterback coach this year, rejuvenated Baker Mayfield. So in back-to-back years, he's taken quarterbacks that people thought were finished and turned them into something. You need someone to try to salvage Bryce Young now. You've spent a lot of draft capital on Bryce Young. You need a guy that can try to do that. I think Canales is probably the guy that can do that. And Carolina will probably spend in free agency on maybe a T. Higgins, maybe maybe a Mike Evans who has familiarity with Canales as well and bolster that offense. I like that move a lot for them. They could have went with like the more experienced route to try to, to, to right that ship. But I think you go after a good offensive mind when you draft a quarterback first overall. And this guy is basically the quarterback whisperer the past couple of years. All right, I'll, I'm going to read, Rob, the rest of the head coaches that were hired. And you give us like your one take remaining on any of them. Harbaugh goes to the Chargers. Raheem Morris to the Falcons. Mike McDonald to the Seahawks. Gerard Mayo promoted by the New England Patriots. Antonio Pierce promoted by the Las Vegas Raiders. Brian Callahan hired by the Tennessee Titans. In about a minute, anything strong on any of those hires? I think Antonio Pierce is, is going to fail, personally. He, he reminds me of a coach that would have been great in 1984, but not in 2024. So I don't think that's going to end up working out, even though all the players like him. Mike McDonald, defensive guy, I generally like giving offensive guys the head coaching jobs, but he went from an intern 10 years ago to head coach now. Like, he's turning feathers. I think that that could work out for them uh, in, in Seattle. Raheem Morris is the most interesting because, you know, Atlanta drafted a bunch of young offensive talent. Bringing in a defensive guy is weird. He does have some experience on the offensive side of the ball, a game planner in Atlanta. Already got his OC as well. That one's just like a weird fit for me, and I'm surprised Atlanta went that route with Raheem Morris. Uh, other than that, no real strong takes. I'm most interested to see what Brian Callahan is because nobody has any idea. But not only Burrow was good, like Browning was good too in that system. So I think you got to give sure. the benefit of the doubt. Um, so I'm interested to see what Brian Callahan ends up being. 
and, and in this head coaching circuit that just completed, um, this kind of runs contrary to what we'd seen the last couple of years. Eight coaches hired, five from the defensive side of the ball, only three from the offensive side of the ball. Rob, we appreciate it, brother. Great job as always. Check out The Hammer on Twitter at The Hammer HQ. They have a lot of great sports betting content. Circles off as the podcast. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Rob Bazola. Rob, we will talk to you next week when we are out in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Sounds guys, sounds good, guys. Uh, have a safe trip, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Our pal Rob Bazola joining us here on the show. He swore he wouldn't have me on a show this year, given given prop bets. You're back. Look, look at a you got the prop locked in already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's probably going to lose. Uh, Dennis Bernstein next hour, and your favorite Super Bowl bets from YouTube and Twitch. BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you. Don't miss You Better You Bet and BetMGM Tonight, broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay in Sin City, leading up to the big game starting February 5th.